Welcome to today's episode of Grind Hard, Hustle Smart, where we provide for you a short audio burst of motivation to get you through your day. And best of all, is hosted by me, Charles Johnson. Some refer to me as the professor. Some say I'm a PhD with no degree. But I do know one thing with certainty, that I'm going to get to know you and you're going to get to know me. So let's strap in, get settled, get on this flight, because it's time to achieve everything that we wish to achieve in this world. I believe in you, and by listening, you have shown that you believe in me. Let's get it. Hey, what's up, peeps? Welcome to today's episode of Grind Hard, Hustle Smart with myself, your boy, the Charles Johnson, the PhD with no degree. So today's episode is going to be about three things, ladies and gentlemen, the history of failure that we all have, you know, that we will behind us each and every single day. The walls of Jericho from the book of Joshua in the Bible and what a wise man once said, and you know me, I take these three things and weave them into a story or into, you know, together constructively in such a way that teach everyone, including myself, a valuable, a valuable lesson. And so because I have ADHD, I've decided that I'm going to make the last thing I just mentioned, the first thing I just mentioned, what a wise man once said, because let's let's set the table let's set the stage let's set the mood so a wise man once said learn not from your own failures but the failures of others and then someone else meaning me the phd with no degree i would say but if you must write a book about it so that others can read it why are we so afraid to fail Why are we so afraid to try something and not succeed at it the first time? Sometimes perfecting your craft means doing it again and again and again and getting better progressively over time. That's just oftentimes what it takes for us to succeed in this world. And if we don't understand that now and that we're always reaching out for something as if we must accomplish it the first time, then we may never ever try again. Because when you do not succeed that first time, you'll give up and you'll decide that it's not for you when that's not the case at all. Think about it. How many people do we know have used this one slogan? Well, if it's for me, then God would have meant it to be. Or what's me is for me. That, that, that's that's, that's, a, that's, that's psych, a psycho way of thinking. That's setting yourself up for failure. And I'm gonna tell you the reason being is this. If it was meant for you, then you should be willing to go after it again and again and again, no matter the struggle, pain or whatever setbacks you experience, you should be able to, you know, face that thing head on without any regard whatsoever for the outcome. You see, far too often we demonize failure. We make failure look at look as if it's this bad thing, this place we do not want to be ladies and gentlemen i can tell you right now with 100 certainty that i'm not the most successful person in the room i'm not the most successful podcaster the most successful motivational speaker 
You know, a lot of these things I do, I don't get paid for them, but I do it because I love it. And I believe this is for me. So I will do it each and every single day without any regard for the outcome. If I have one listener, one download in one country, somewhere that's a success for me. Now in the eyes of the world, people may say, you know what, Charles, that is failure. And so be it. I have learned a lesson today. Tomorrow, you know, when I implement the lesson that I learned from the failure that I have experienced up until now, I may have two followers and that's the place I want to be. I want to be leaning forward until into tomorrow. That's that's where that's 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 my happy place. That's where I desire to be each and every single minute of the day. And I get so sick and tired of people sitting out here and constantly reminding people of the failures that they have experienced when oftentimes when we accuse people of fit being a failure or having them relive the tragedies or the failures that they have experienced in life, we act as though we have not experienced failure on our own. Ladies and gentlemen, I failed at everything. If you listen to this podcast and you don't learn nothing else, know that Charles Johnson is an expert in failure. I know how to do that one thing, you know, spectacularly. I know how to fail on a level. <laughs> what would Dr. Strange from Marvel say? Hitherto. I know how to fail on a monumental level. I failed at marriage. I failed at, some people might say I failed at life because I don't, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not a billionaire. I'm not in the 1%. Some people may say I failed at school. You know, I went to school every single year, including my second junior year of high school and my second senior year of high school. I failed. I failed in college. I failed classes in college. I've given up on college. Man, I failed. In the whole spectrum of failure, I failed. I fell, I fell flat on my face. I got back up. I fell back down. I got back up and I, I failed. If there's nothing else that I can teach from, I have failed. That's why I started and the laid the table and the groundwork with that quote, which is that a wise man once said, learn from the failures of others, not your own. And then I add it, but if you must write, if you must, if you must, excuse me, I'm getting ahead of myself, then write a book so that others can read it. So let me rephrase that because my words got a little jumbled up there. A wise man once said, learn from the failure of others, not your own. But if you must write a book so that others can read it. And that's where I'm at in life. I'm going to fail. I might fail today. I might fail at, oh, right now in this very episode, trying to convince you all to embrace your failure and learn from it and wear it as a badge of honor. Those are bruises and scars and battles and struggles and, you know, consequences that you have faced, things you have been through and experienced in your life that have made you who you are today. Show me somebody who has succeeded from day one. The moment they left the womb and I'll show you a spoiled brat. 
I'll show you somebody who can, who will give up at the drop of a dime, who will sell you out to the highest bidder so that they will not have to struggle because they don't know what struggle is. They don't know what pain is. They don't know what heartache feels like. They don't know how heavy the burden of regret, how heavy that is, how, how, how hard it is to shoulder and that weight, that load. This is the things that we must stop crucifying people for their history of failure. Go build your own. In biblical speak, let he without sin cast the first stone. Oh, so you're such a success, huh? You are so far in life. Show me your, your perfectness. Because anybody who has went through anything and achieved any amount of success, no matter how big or how small, will tell you that the pivotal moment of their success came at the pit of failure, not at the championship level. Show me a great basketball player and I'll show you a time when he sucked at it. Show me a great football player and I'll show you a time when he sucked at it. Show me a great motivational speaker and I'll show you a time when he couldn't put a sentence together. Show me a great teacher and they couldn't get you to learn how to do one plus one. Show me a great president and I'll show you a terrible politician. Because it is in our pit of failure, that moment where we want to give up, that's when we succeed because we have decided in that moment to stand back up and try again. I'm so sick and tired of people when you give them some advice or you shed some light on something, they remind you that you might, you wasn't successful in this area, so it's not good for you to speak about it. You know what? You're right. You go experience that failure. I'm about to let you repeat history. That's what's about to happen. Because I'm telling you the lessons of my life, the things that I have learned previously. Because people don't understand. I look at failure this way. Someone who has failed on a monumental level has lived an awesome life. Someone who has failed on a monumental level has lived an awesome life. Because they understand that there is no comfort, happiness, in constantly being comfortable. Because comfortable people, comfortable people don't try. They don't go after things that will leave for their grandchildren a legacy. They just want to be comfortable. People do it every single day. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to knock a nine to five or whatever struggle it took to get you there. But you know exactly what I mean. Even people working nine to fives who had passions and dreams and things that they aspire to and wanted to be can tell you right now that one of the greatest pains that they suffer with each and every single day is not the lower back pain that they experience but the pain of regret because they know that their talents require more of them than they are currently performing at right now. There is people at work right now in jobs that they have the aptitude to do, but their talents require more of them in other places. There are people who are extremely talented 
and have put governors on themselves as if to say, I don't want to go that fast. I don't want to fly that high. I'm scared of failure. Ladies and gentlemen, failure is absolutely necessary. It is a requirement of success. It is a prerequisite, if you will, to the school of success. When you're climbing that mountain, you're gonna have to jump over a few logs, fall in a few ditches, you know, get scraped up by a few rocks and a few thorns. You're gonna have to experience that 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 bloody taste of that of air in your lungs when you get tired and exhausted. That you all know that bloody taste when air tastes like blood. Your muscles, your body experiences weakness. You can't take another step forward, but the only way to get to the top is either to be dragged or to get to, you know, take that next step. And nobody's gonna drag you. Nobody's gonna add to themselves that extra baggage, that extra burden. No, if you don't wanna complete it, then take the easy road. You know the road, walk back down the mountain. Well, can you take pictures for me? No, I can't. I work to get up here. You can take pictures yourself. You just gotta take one step at a time. Stop knocking people for having histories of failure. I'll give you a biblical reference. We're at the city of Jericho in the book of Joshua with the Israelites. God told them, I want you to walk around this city every day every day and blow your horns and raise your voices and so that's what they did every day they marched around the city of jericho and they blew that horn and they raised their voices every day and i can only imagine what some of them were thinking well lord you told me to march around this city and on day one, the walls haven't fallen yet, so I'ma quit. And on day two, the walls haven't fallen yet, so some more people quit. And on day three, the walls haven't fallen yet, even though I blew this horn and I yelled, so I'm gonna quit too. And on day four and day five, more people quit. I can only imagine in the minds of those who are left marching on that last day. And not only did they march around the city one time, but they marched around the city seven times and blew that horn seven times. And guess what else? They had a burden to bear with them. They were carrying the Ark of the Covenant. Just think about that. How many people you think quit in the midst of that time? During that hardship, during that pain, when they didn't see any results. The only thing they saw was struggle and they had to wake up and be optimistic about doing it again the very next day and hoping that something would turn around and then it didn't. How many people quit? But thank God those other people that kept marching that kept going, blowing that horn, yelling at the top of their lungs. They kept going and going and going, even though they had five previous days of failure behind them. On the last day, they said, you know what? I'm gonna march around this thing not only once, but seven times. 
And on the seventh day, victory on, excuse me, on the last day, victory was theirs. The walls of Jericho fell. There's a lesson to be learned in that. Because more often than not, we don't get things our way the first time that it was made to be presented to us. Sometimes you got to march around that thing, claim that thing, demand that it is yours, and then nothing happens. Then you got to come back and knock on doors, leave pamphlets, throw out resumes, e email resumes, do essays, and then nothing happens happens then you send a reminder email saying hey did you get that previous email you gotta send a voicemail saying hey this is charles i was hoping that you took a look at my resume so i can get that job and then you get no reply back and so you gotta come back on the fourth day on the fourth day you say hey i didn't emailed you on the first day the second day and the third day what's the hold up and they say you know what the, the, the position's not really ready yet. So come back tomorrow. The university tells you, you know what? You got to take another ACT, another SAT. We need your, your, your score a few points higher. Can you come back tomorrow? You know what? You don't have all the certifications that we would like you to have. So we're going to wait for some more applicants to join and look at the competition as it is, as it stands at that moment. But we really like you. Can you come back tomorrow? And then on that last day, only those who truly want it remain. And then you, you march around that thing seven times. You done been to the company email. You done been to the company, excuse me, the company website. You done read books about it. You done learned about the founders, the board of directors. You done learned the mission, the purpose, the, the, the mission statement, the customer segment, the, the value proposition of the company. You done learned everything about this company, this university, any place you want to be. You done learned it upside down, inside out, between and in the middle. And, and you done marched around that thing. You done claimed that thing. You done said whatever goal, whatever goal I am seeking, it is mine. And then the walls fall. After all that failure that you have experienced, the walls fall. Now, what got you there? It wasn't just showing up on day seven. Because had you skipped day one through six, you wouldn't got to day seven. And it wasn't day six that got you there. And it wasn't day five that got you there. And it wasn't day four that got you there. Day three that got you there. Day two that got, it was the complete sum of all of it. We're talking about scaffolding of progress. We're talking about using failure as a foundation. That's what it is. Because failure, they contain lessons, both good and bad, what you need to continue doing and what you need to let go. That's what it comes down to, point blank period. So stop demonizing people for having failure in their lives. Go get some failure of your own. 
those scars that that person wears, those bruises that that person wears, those, you know, handicaps that those person that that person may have. They're there because they tried. And even if they didn't get that position, even if they didn't win that game, even if they didn't get into that university, they tried. So now they know what to do next time. Stop critiquing people's history of failure. Go get your own. Failure isn't a bad thing. You show me somebody with a lot of failure and I'll show you somebody who's lived an awesome life. I'll rather hire somebody who went through some failure again and again and again and again because ultimately that person may have been waiting for me to succeed so that they can succeed at that moment in time. Just think about that. How many times, let's put this in a new, you know I talk about reciprocity all the time. Let's put this in a new perspective, put this in the new light. Sometimes you have to fail 50 times because it takes the other person who is going to unlock your opportunity 51 times for you to be there at the same place at the same time at that moment in space. And the problem with so many of us is we get to that sixth day of marching around Jericho and we give up. We get to that 50th failure and we give up and the person shows up on the 51st day. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that simple. It's that simple. You know, I was watching this YouTube video the other day because I try to keep my mind in a good space. So I, I watch these motivational YouTube videos and there is a gentleman on there. I can't remember his name. He's an actor. And he was, the young lady was asking him, you know, what's the biggest lie you ever heard? And he said, it's that simple. And she said, what? He said, that's the biggest lie I ever heard. Or it's really not that simple, excuse me. And he said, that's the biggest lie he had ever heard. It's really not that simple. Because the truth is, it is that simple. And then he concluded the story by saying, if you just do what people say you can't do, it really is that simple. Just because that person didn't experience success on day seven, doesn't mean it won't happen on day eight. Just because you didn't lose weight on day 305, doesn't mean it won't happen on 365. Just because you didn't get that job on the fourth email doesn't mean you won't get it on the fifth. They're just trying to see if you have the mental fortitude and the tenacity and the ferocity and that go-getter attitude to keep coming. Stop criticizing and crucifying people for their failure. Get some of your own. Write your own book on your failure. If you show me one person with a massive amount of failure, I can guarantee you that they will experience a massive amount of success if they channel all their energy in that direction. Michael Jordan sucked at basketball at some point in time. Floyd Mayweather wasn't that good of a boxer at some point in time in his young life. Serena Williams had to learn tennis. She wasn't born with it. Derek Jeter had to learn baseball. 
Tom Brady had to learn how to throw the football before he ever won a Super Bowl. Neil Tyson had to learn chemistry before becoming a physicist. Everybody starts somewhere. We all experience failure in our lives. Stop belittling people for having done so. A wise man once said, learn from the failure of others, not your own, but if you must, write a book so that others can read it. Thank God Bill Gates was willing to fail time and time again creating windows. Thank God Steve Jobs and his team were willing to fail with Apple again and again and again. Thank God Oprah went through the struggle of making it through a news agency up until the point she is now. God, President Barack Obama was, you know, just a city alderman before, and he probably failed at elections time and time again before he ever became president because then he knew how valuable the job was because of the difficulty of getting to it. You see, people who get things relatively easy don't value them, the, the results or their accomplishment when it's theirs to be had they become spoiled and entitled it's just a thing to be thrown away Neil Tyson was telling this beautiful beautiful story about the Harvard tie and if you don't haven't heard this story please go listen to this man tell this story but he there was a young man and essentially I'm gonna paraphrase it he went the young man was wearing a tie so that everybody can see that he was going to Harvard and Neil Tyson approached him and said hey young man why are you wearing the tie and you know Neil Tyson himself being a Harvard graduate essentially you know it came down to the came to the conclusion excuse me that this young man was wearing a tie not because of the university but because of the famous people who have resulted from the university People who have gone to do amazing things because of, you know, after university, he was hanging on the coattails of their accomplishments. So Neil Tyson yanked the tie off of him or took the tie away from him. Excuse me, let me not make it sound so violent. He took the tie off of him and said, I will give you this back when you graduate, number one, and then go in the world and do great things. Because you haven't earned this tie yet. You haven't earned the privilege of calling yourself a Harvard graduate. You haven't accomplished anything in life requiring for people to, you know, applaud you in the first place. And for everyone who have graduate Harvard, they don't wear this stupid tie anyway. Just think about that. People are out here experiencing success which is really just clout thinking that they have gotten somewhere. I can only imagine the drive that people who haven't gotten to Harvard or Yale or Princeton or Brown or Cornell, that that drive that they have to go out here and show the people who have graduated from those universities, show them up. Because anybody knows, I don't think it's the universities that make these people great. It's the person. The things that they have experienced in life, the struggles that they have experienced in life, 
the things that have held them back and they have overcome those obstacles anyway. That's how they got to where they are. So stop demonizing and crucifying people because of their history of failure. They have all that failure because they have tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried again. Failures are lessons, both good and bad. Learn them both. And a wise man once said, learn from the failure of others, not your own. But if you must, write a book so that others can read it. You all are awesome, amazing, wonderful human beings. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. And if you haven't done so already, please take this time and download this podcast, share with your friends, and make me part of your daily routine. You can find me on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and many, many other podcast platforms. You all are awesome. I wish you well. Have a wonderful, wonderful, great weekend. Get some rest. Not too much. Please send your voice up support. It really does go on. Every time I'm down here, you make me smile You're the solution